Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Runswell Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. And me, Ben Hobson. Today we're speaking with actor, writer and comedian Stephen Mangan. Well, Stephen, welcome to the Runners World Podcast. Great to have you on. Thank you very much. It's getting pretty close to London now, isn't it? So you're getting a bit nervous about oh, what's to come. It's uh, it's brutally close, and it's um, it's a time of regret for me. <laughs> a, time of, a time of looking at my life and asking where I've gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, he sounds like it's gone really well. <laughs> it was going so well. It was going so well until about eight weeks before the race, which some may say is the time when you really need to kick on. <laughs> Uh, I've done all sorts of stuff because I, I do a show called Landscape Artist of the Year and we travel around the UK watching people paint. Yeah. And um, I always take my running gear with me and always go for a run. So this year we were shooting uh, near Snowdon. So I ran up and down Snowdon. Oh, lovely. That was flat. fantastic. Uh, that's quite an interesting run. Yeah. Quite busy. Yeah. Sort yeah. of elbowing people out the way up. Did you go up the, um, the pig and down went, the mine? I, I, went up the, um, I went up the, the sort of the, the, the main bit where everybody was. It's called the Landbellis Pass. Oh, okay, yeah. Park yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't try anything. There was no crampons involved. Yeah, there, there is a ridge, isn't there? I think it's called Kribgok. There is. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, I was thinking of running from where we were staying. So that was like a 15k run to the base of okay. Snowden, run yeah. up and down, then run back. Yeah. And then I thought, calm down. I've got work to do. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, things were going really well. But um, it's just slightly dropped off a cliff in the last six weeks. But, you know, there we go. Is that just because you've been like, busy? And... It's a lot of things. I've just come back from 10 days in the Australian tropical northern bit of Queensland. Oh, nice. Um, filming a show called World's Most Dangerous Roads. <laughs> and uh, so we've, I've been over there for 10 days or two weeks and we were filming from dawn till dusk. Right. And it's one of those places, Australia is one of those places where everything can kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go, there's something that can kill you. In fact, I went on a run, my, one of my first mornings there, the sort of get over your jet lag morning. Mm. And there was a 12 foot snake lying <laughs> on the side of the road, um, which got my heartbeat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we were, most of the time we were filming dawn till dusk, so it just meant I wasn't going to go for a run in the park. No, yeah. on a dangerous road. <laughs> on a, on a, a famously <laughs> dangerous road. with extreme heat, you know. Yeah. So, so, so that's, that didn't help. And then school holidays and oh, yeah. kids away, and it was very hot summer. Mm. So, you know, that didn't really help. I yeah. mean, the people, I think the April marathon date was always a good one because i know we moan about going out in the rain and cold but yeah it's better mm. than going out for me anyway I'm yeah that to going out in boiling hot yeah uh, weather and of course there's also a lot more people around when it's boiling and hot yeah so yeah just one thing or another um badly timed illnesses yes i mean i you know i think you set out for every marathon 
campaign, don't you? This is the one. Full of hope. <laughs> this is the one. I'm going to be so organised. I'm going to use science. Oh. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to think about my training. I'm going to do it diligently because it's, you know, uh, that's the key to success. And then just one by one. Yeah. <laughs> Reality by. Chuck that science yeah. out the window. Threw it out the window. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's also that it's a it's a period of of maranoia. I've heard it's the, the medical term for this, where things that feel like they're going wrong that maybe you would sort of shrug off, you know, if it was two months beforehand. Yeah, you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night, going, "I've got, I don't, I don't know what pace I'm aiming for." <laughs> yeah. What's the, again? Everyone says, you know, do the first couple of play or miles yeah. slightly slower, and then you know, yeah, negative right. splits and all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Get settled into your marathon pace. I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. Help. So uh, it, it could be anything. I'm looking at a very wide range of, of options. Are you not going to attempt to break your previous effort? Well, my previous effort, which was 20 <laughs> years. Uh, well, I was just, I think, 29 or 30. So it would have been about 24 or five years ago. My only London marathon, 3.33. And that was part of the the goal for running it this time was I feel the same. Mm. I, I don't look that different. Uh, why can't I run the same time? Yeah. Why can't I prove to the world and myself that I am the same human being as I was 25 years ago? No. No. <laughs> it's, it's those, those calculators you can look up that tell you... Your age-graded health age or whatever. Age-graded yeah. calculators. Yeah. And I looked that up and 333 <laughs> is something like, for my age now, an equivalent run would be 403 or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was really depressing. Yeah, I mean, right. running does seem to be one of those things that you can remain good at you know compared to like gymnastics or something yeah you can you can run really good times in your 50s and, and 60s well that's the plan but yeah so that was the original goal was to try and equal that time yeah that, maybe 444 or 555 so. you could stick to that kind <laughs> yeah, of, yeah that's that's it. It's so it's probably not going to happen is it but <laughs> yeah they're running four, my four, four, in yeah. Eight, eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's uh so there we go so yeah i'm uh yeah but I, i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm looking forward to it um it, it 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 was one of the greatest days of my life, actually, the first mm. You spend so long working towards it. You spend so long thinking about it and training for it, and you're nervous about it. You don't know how it's going to go. And then on the day, that combination of something that you achieve and just mm. you, no one else has run that distance. You've managed to do it on your own, coupled with the most incredible outpouring of sort of you know, fellow man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people lining the streets, cheering yeah. you on, uh, all the other runners sort of helping each other out. It's really moving and great, you know, because you don't often, you'll never, when else are you in, I mean, we've just had the royal funeral. And yeah. Obviously, that was probably a similar kind of outpouring mm. if we're all here for the same purpose. I mean, in a very different way. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But how often do you get that in modern life? You don't really ever get it. Yeah, it's a unique day, isn't it? And I think totally unique. In what can be quite a cynical city. Yeah. It's a, the least cynical day in the world, London Marathon. People are, are genuinely cheering strangers on, and it's, a, it's an amazing thing to be part yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. And, and going down on other years and cheering other mates on, it really brings a, it bring, genuinely brings a tear to your yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, it really does. You see all these people of all different shapes and sizes, all ages, yeah. ranges of ability, yeah. you know, really putting themselves through it. And then hundreds of people, thousands of people, tens of thousands probably, cheering them on yeah. uh, on the route. It's, it's, it's a total joy. Yeah. It's also very dangerous 
because you get there and you you witness it and you're signing up for things yeah. before you've even <laughs> thought about it. Yeah. Gosh, that was a great day. I'm going to sign up for another one. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, well, no. Luckily, you could barely, you can't actually walk to it. If it was yeah. a test for signing up, you wouldn't be able to walk to it afterwards. <laughs> so even if it was eight yards away, That's true. I wouldn't be able to make it. The body seizes up, doesn't it, blindly. So, Stephen, how did you actually get his running in the first place? Uh, that's a good question because... Some days I wonder why I do it. Uh, actually, not very often. I don't know why I said that. I love running. I mean, I got into it. I did a bit of school. I ended up in my cross-country team. Um, uh, and I was never particularly great at it, but um, I i don't know. It was something about it, the simplicity of it. And uh, uh, those days when it all clicks and you feel like superhuman, and yeah. really amazing. Yeah moments that you can I mean I can remember football goals I scored when I was eight or nine in the playground in great detail I can also remember days when it just sort of clicked as a runner and you felt great and you were out there yeah, yeah. and you felt you could sort of you know fly up anything or, or, or beat anybody but I, I sort of did it at school and then I, I, I dropped it really until my 30s probably um, or late 20s um, and I think it was maybe being asked to do the marathon that got me into it and I thought, yeah, I'll try, I'll try yeah. and do that. Um, you run a mile or two and you're just standing on the side of the road wheezing. You, awful. you can't believe that one day you'll be able to run further than, uh, further than that. And, uh, yeah, I just, I think it got its hooks into me. And when it does, um, you're sort of lost, aren't you, then? Because, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you're, uh, it's just something um, that becomes part of, of what you do. I mean, I, I do have a kind of... Um, all or nothing personality. So right. I will either be training every day and well, not every day, but training a lot, you run yeah. five or six times a week and really into it. Or I will fall into a vat of red wine and balloon. That's a perfect balance. That's <laughs> great. So I, I sort of swing between the two. Um, that was, I suppose that was it. I, I am uh, a school thing that then sort of got rediscovered. But yeah. it's been. Yeah pretty constant since then it's got like i said it's gone on and off but yes i mean i uh i'm a great one for i'm very you know what they would call goal orientated <laughs> so, um if i know i need a bit of a kick up the backside with my fitness i will enter a race yeah so uh there was a sort of a, a sort of actors running sort of thing for a while. We used to go and run over, you know, we did the Great North Run, right. Great South Run. Yeah. Um, you'd jump on a coach and yeah. you'd be ushered to the front of the queue and you'd feel very special and yeah. excited. <laughs> uh, I did the Great North Run once, uh, which started on dual carriageway. I don't know if it does that everywhere. It started on dual I've never done it. Have you, you done, it? done it? Yeah, I think it still, I think it still does start on, on, on an A road or dual carriageway. Right. Yeah. And they had all the elite men's runners on one side. Yeah. And then... Thomas, us select <laughs> on the other, <laughs> and I got so giddy and excited. Everyone mm. who's run a race will know this. Yeah. You get you get overexcited and you take off too quickly. But I think <laughs> keeping pace with Mo, the, <laughs> I almost did for a while, uh, and then just ran out of juice after about three k. But yeah, um, so there, there was a sort of way, an easy way to kind of do some running and. Uh, there's a re I, I live in central London, so there's a Regent's mm. Park 10k once a month. Yeah, yeah. I do that fairly often. Um, uh, things like that. So, yeah. yeah, you know. Mm. Uh, I think a race really helps me to focus because otherwise it can feel that choice that day when you wake up and it's raining and it's horizontal. Yeah. You know, sleep. Yeah. 
Um, you don't want to do it. Race uh, yeah. looming always helps. Oh, for sure. It keeps you honest, doesn't it? Keeps it keeps you honest. Yeah. Keeps you yeah. Right. Okay, well, I need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to cover this distance. <laughs> <reason aside. laughs> um, you're also raising money for um, Mary Curie. Yeah. Um, can we talk about why you chose that charity and the kind of motivation that that gives you as well? Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, I, I know I've, I've known them for a while, a long time actually. Both my parents died of cancer and uh, both were looked after by Mary Curie nurses in their sort of final few days um so i know firsthand what an incredible mm. incredible uh, service they provide you know just to the point where everyone has recognized that the end is coming mm. is a really overwhelming and difficult moment um uh, and what they do is they they provide nurses to come um at night uh, uh to your house so you know that the patient can be at home uh, and die at home rather than the hospital. Um, uh, they're also there to help answer questions and all the millions of things you don't understand and are confused about. So, um, yeah, they were there uh, for my mum and dad. They don't get any government funding. They have to raise all their money themselves. Mm. Um, and I'm an ambassador for them now. So, yeah, it was a really easy decision yeah. to run for them. Um, and I... Uh, dad, uh, mum died a long time ago. His mum died 31 years ago. Uh, but dad did sort of come and watch a bit of my exploits. Uh, yeah. Saw me do a few triathlons and a bit of running. So uh, uh, that was always very motivating to know that your dad, <laughs> mile <laughs> yeah. 21. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got to look good. You didn't want to be yeah. taken by someone dressed as Big Ben. At that point. <laughs> you, know, you did want to be uh, looking good and, and kind of... Um, so yeah, that was uh, so yeah. I'll I'll do it for the charity. I'll do it for my parents, and hopefully we can raise some money. That's great. Um, we've had uh, writers, actors on before, and we've talked to them about how the running either sort of like complements or doesn't the, the creative process when they're going through building writing scripts or things like that. Is it something that you use? Do you have like good ideas when you're out on a run, or is it something that you do to just ignore all of the day to day? And kind of no, I find it's. Uh, I mean, I've never meditated, but I imagine yeah. it's a, it's probably a bit like that. In that, it's a way of kind of blanking your mind in a way, uh. like stop stopping from consciously thinking about mm. stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't listen to music. I do listen to podcasts sometimes, but I don't listen to music. Um, and, and when I when I run with nothing going on in my ear. Uh, apart from the split times <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> kilometre, just to let me know how well or badly I'm doing. Um, uh, I find that the things that are bothering me in life, let alone in work, yeah. sort of slowly filter to the surface. So you'll just start to, uh, you'll start to subconsciously just pick away at the things that are bothering you. Mm. Um, and because I think most creative people are quite obsessive about what they do, that is often the, the film or the play or the, TV show that I'm in or yeah, yeah. right. So, um, yeah, I do, definitely. It definitely is a space. Uh, I mean, I think we are so bad now at creating that space in general because of phones and because mm. there's a million ways to listen to stuff or watch stuff, yeah. whether you're on the tube or, you know, yeah. any moment of your life you can have something going on. Yeah. Um, there isn't much time yeah. when the, you just... Yeah, let your brain go where it wants to go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so running is 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 for me, definitely that time. 
This is the Runner's World Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you have like a lot of tech with you? Are you a tech kind of guy? Do I have tech? Uh, I don't know. Do I have a lot? I've got two watches. Yeah, that's quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I still carry my phone in a, you know, an emergency parental I sense have, or something. Like. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't trust my watch to. Uh, I haven't quite moved from phone recording of data okay, got it. to the watch. So I sort of bring everything with me. Just it sounds, case. yeah, it's yeah. a lot of tech, isn't it? And then I've got the old uh, non-in-ear, the jawbone, yeah, kind of conductive, so get run over, yeah. Uh, yeah. headphones. So is that a lot? Yeah, I think that's quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's more than like most oh, people would have a just, watch, just a Casio, yeah. just on the Casio, <laughs> just some shoes yeah. and the wind. And it's funny because Ben and I like very much diverge on this. So I, I think I'm wearing my running watch here, which is this lovely yellow Casio, wow. because I'm like I don't, I don't want to know how quickly I'm going. I feel like it's, okay. So your body tells you. Well, and I can lie to myself. Right. He's also very fast, (laughs) so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Right. It's a different sphere of existence. If you're slow and you don't know, and then you're just always slow. Whereas Rick can just. You're actually wearing a cassette. Maybe I'm sort of having an influence over you. Right. I know, but I'm also constantly monitoring my heart rate. So just. (laughs) I've noticed there's nothing to you. Look at you. There's there's, there's, there's no fat on you at all. You're you're sort of very svelte. Yeah, that that helps, I think. Being light. Being light helps, yeah. I mean, the amount of extra kg I'm carrying around (laughs) is is ridiculous. Some Some of that's the tech. Some of that is the tech, yeah. But if I could just only lose maybe 10 kg, yeah. who knows what... Who knows what's possible? Who knows what's possible? This is it. Do you have a favourite place to run? Do you, do you like running in London or do you like getting out to, like, Snowden and a place like that? Um, I, don't, I don't mind running in London. I kind of... Uh, it took me... I used to run round and round re- the outer circle of Regis Park. OK, yeah. Rather depressing. Mm. <laughs> well, like, not, not in the park? No, no, not the road. in the park. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and it's also got a slight camber. You end up with one leg longer than the other. Amazing. Yeah. And so a friend of mine pointed out that there were other places in London to run. And yeah. I just come sort of because I knew the length of it as well. Yeah, yeah. Before you know when I started. This yeah. Before like you GPS know, and stuff. GPS and measuring devices. I knew exactly how how much that was. So I would just run around and around it. Occasionally going down to Hyde Park and running around and around Hyde Park. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to discover the Regent's Canal, which oh lovely yeah is. 
you know, fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not only do you not have to stop every six minutes at traffic lights, um, uh, it also doesn't feel like you're in the middle of the city. You are, mm. you know, considering I live in, you know, NW1, right, right yeah. in the centre, uh, you are suddenly in this whole other sphere. There's mm. water, um, you know, you run one way towards sort of Wembley, you can run out in yeah, the west. Right. Yeah. And then a very different feeling through Camden Market, King's Cross, yeah. Islington. Yeah. Hackney, you know, to uh, short, you know, to Limehouse that way. Yes, Olympic um, yeah. Stadium. Yeah. So yeah, that, when I'm in London, that's what I. And then of course the heat as well, which took me a long time, which is not that far from me. It's only a mile and a bit. Yeah. Uh, and that's a fantastic place to run. Oh yeah, especially for yeah. hills. Yeah. yeah, it's not flat, is it? But it it's really nice. is not flat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's 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 big enough that it feels like. Um, it's not running around <laughs> yeah. Park for five years. Um, but my favourite, I think my favourite place is, is getting out and about. And in fact, yeah. you know, working in various places throughout the UK, things like Landscape Arts of the Year, or if we're filming, um, it's such a great way to to see yeah. where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And to get to know, because, you know, have them drive around, and you don't tend to do that when you go to somewhere, no. but to get a pair of running shoes on, go for running for an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. You suddenly get to... Definitely. Really discover a place, you yeah. Really discover a yeah. place. And I sort of love that. I've also run in the west coast of Ireland. My family from the west coast of Ireland. And uh, I love running. I mean, the wind is brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. In fact, I did a triathlon there a few years ago. Um, and the run, the 10K was across sand at the end. Oh, lovely. <laughs> that red run. Because <laughs> yeah. the swim was in the, uh, in the bay, oh, right, okay. which was hard enough. Because yeah. my direction control is terrible. <laughs> so I'd look up after 10 minutes and everyone else would be 60 yards in a different direction. Yeah. So I sort of zigzagged my way through. Uh, but, the, but the run, yeah, was uh, into the wind mostly. And on sand? On sand. Wow, wow lovely. Lovely way to finish. Absolutely. Horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to at triathlons jump off your bike or jump out of the you know water and get your transition down to the oh, yeah. absolute you know shave second. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I wanted to sit down and have a cup of tea. Actually, <laughs> I don't care about my time. Tell you what, there's an event near you. This is probably a bit off topic, actually, but it's called the Swimmer. Have you heard of it? No. So it starts in Hampstead Heath and it and it joins all the outdoor swimming spots oh. in London, sort of by foot. So you end up running about. 13 miles, but it goes Heath, then sort of Serpentine, and it ends up in Brockwell, Lido, down in Her Hill. Yeah, really nice bunch of people, but yeah, worth having to explore. Okay. Yeah. Swimming is the thing I find most peculiar. I don't understand swimming. I really had to force myself to do it. It's funny how you have one thing that you just get, isn't it? Because a lot of my mates are really into cycling. Yeah. Just running just feels... Yeah, like a thing. Yeah. I think you have that with exercise, don't you? You you do find a kind of home somewhere. Yeah. And actually, like, yeah, I found out about running. I really, it felt natural. Just right like and cycling. Yeah. It's just... I mean, you like a bit of lycra. I love a bit of lycra. <laughs> oh. Just pull kits down. Yeah. See, because I found cycling before running. Oh, I see. So that was my, that's my thing. And then I got into the running bit through triathlon. Right. And realised, oh, I've got, if I want to do this, I've got yeah. to... Got to I've got to, got to do some running. Got to go there and work for run as well. Okay, yeah, and then it all went really out, out of control. <laughs> it's got really out of, out of my depth and ended up here. So, <laughs> no, but it's, uh, I, I think I'm on the opposite. I find running constantly difficult, which fascinates me. Right. I kind of think like, of yeah, yeah, the challenge of it. And those moments that you strive for when you're like, this is, I'm flying. Yeah. This is the best feeling I've ever had. And it's yeah. just, you get it on a bike, but you're obviously using a machine and it's kind of, but yeah. when you're running and it's running really well and you're like, oh, this I is. I went to a festival this summer and took my 
gear with me. And then the morning after I did my sort of talk, mm. ran up, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's quite quite a big old hill, a big old climb. Yeah. I got to the top and I ran along the top. And as I was running on the top, this wave of euphoria, I mean, it was just incredible. It's visceral, right? It's, it's like, incredible. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of, I just felt... Uh, Unbeatable, you know, it was amazing. Yeah, it doesn't last very long. But yeah, for those few moments, it's just incredible. Yeah, and that's I think that's what keeps you coming back, isn't it? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah the promise is that's going to happen again. Yeah, maybe it will happen in London. Maybe it will. Who knows? You might have one of those races. Maybe it will. It's like clock two fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. What What does a running week? Is it? Do you have a kind of set routine, or is it very difficult your job to actually stick to? Like, it's very difficult yeah. to stick to it. I can't, and also it's just having a young family. Yeah, my youngest is six, so the three-hour Sunday morning run is just not an option yeah. for me. I try to do a long run. If, if we do a long run, it's normally on a Monday, but it could be, it could be any day. There's this big chaos. It's chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do it when I can. Not just me and Ben. I mean, I, I <sighs> long run last Wednesday, and then I had then I went to Italy on Thursday morning, and I got back. Um, on Sunday night, and I thought I better do another long run mm. on a Monday because it's the last long one I'll do before the marathon in yeah. two weeks. So it's it's a lot of that. It's a lot of like, okay, I did a fast, you know, yeah. track work a few three days ago. So yeah, it, it, those those brilliant runners' guides you produce, I yeah. look at them longingly. <laughs> only <laughs> it's interesting because runners are such like creatures of habit. Yeah. Like they kind of, especially in the training block, it becomes like all-consuming. Yeah. So it's and there's a lot of like habitual security in that isn't yeah, it like people sure. like yeah. oh no Tuesday's the fuck. oh yeah yeah and you do it but I mean it sounds it, I just don't that, that's yeah. what brings on the anxiety yeah yeah. and that's what makes it feel like a real I have no idea what's going to happen yeah. I think if you I imagine if you follow those you know those if you have a really set routine yeah and you do your long runs and you do your, you have you without you must be within Pretty tight margin, knowing what you're going to run. Yes, I think that's probably true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably true. I, like I said, I, I I reckon I've got a half hour range. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. The way. Yeah, it's a it's a buffer. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. It's a real buffer. It's a buffer. As a um, as a writer, Steve, do you do you read um, running books, and do you see yourself ever writing a kind of show about running? Do you think it has that potential in it? It's a difficult one because it's so interior. Mm. I think running. Um, and also just filming running is difficult. It's boring. It's really boring. <laughs> I did a film, I played a runner, and really you just have some wist, you know, wistful shots of them running yeah. up a mount over a hill or yeah. what else can you do? You can't really you know, film someone from mile after mile. Sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just technically it's a really tricky one yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even films like about swimming, for example, it all has to take place outside the pool. Mm. <laughs> yeah right yeah 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 you know so so uh, you know around the idea of running yeah possibly i mean it's it's like i said it's quite interior it's quite personal it's not i mean drama is conflict you know where the conflict is tends to be with yourself and yeah. your own mm. either your aging body <laughs> or your lack of organization or you know you're just how much talent you have or how much yeah, time right. you have etc so yeah i don't know it's an interesting one like books about running I don't tend to read that many books about running, again, because I feel it's such a personal thing. Um, I listened again to uh, what I talk about when I talk about running oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. other day. Yeah. Uh, I listened to the audio book of that while I was running. It's getting really... <laughs> Meta. Yeah. Um, uh, and I do buy occasionally books about running and then I don't, 
I mean, you know, tend to read them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a thing at the moment for for crazy climbing. Okay. Documentaries. Yes. Like the kind of the Dawn Wall or something. Dawn Wall and Free Solo and absolutely ridiculous things that people do. Um, Maybe it's because I can run a marathon. I know I can't run it in two hours and five minutes, but I can run it. Yeah. So it's not so much of an imaginative leap. Okay. Yeah. To see, you know, you know, if you if you're naturally talented and gifted and have that crazy (laughs) capacity and desire and the rest of it. I could see how you could be that person, mm. you know. I never will be. Yeah. <laughs> I never come close to it. <laughs> I, I can't even. I wouldn't even keep up with those guys for four hundred meters. I think in America, no. but um, but I think it's. I'm more fascinated. I think by people who do stuff that I just can't sort of fathom. Can't fathom. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to unpick that. And what, yeah, okay. What's going on with them? Yeah, yeah. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Good luck at London. Thank you. Um, I think just do some like really, really long hard sessions now, now. in the final two weeks. <laughs> race, like, yeah, put in a 70 mile week before the race. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> we don't normally tend to advise it, but I think if you, if that special case, clutching at straws sort of situation, yeah. I mean, there must be a, a sort of actor's lane I can run <laughs> only half a marathon, but you come out of the same finish. <laughs> I think we can sort that out. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be there cheering you on anyway. We'll look out for you. Thank you. 